Welcome back to another episode of the Glacier Guys podcast. I'm your host, Joey Fernandez, and I'm here with a special guest. Hey, everyone. Uh, my name's Omar Shallowby. I am a uh, second-year student here at Moraine Valley, and I'm um, looking forward to this uh, conversation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking some NFL, some NBA, some MLB today. All right. Uh, we'll start off with the Super Bowl. I mean, that's the biggest topic of the week, obviously. Right, right. Uh, so tell me your thoughts going in. Um, as far as who you thought was going to win or how you thought the game would go? Well, I uh, after the uh, AFC Championship game, which I was so excited for, uh-huh. I mean, watching the Bengals, a team you would you didn't even expect to go into the playoffs once the season started, you know, to not only beat the best team in the AFC, but, you know, to be the complete underdogs and make it to the Super Bowl was fantastic. Um, and then, you know, I sort of, once the playoffs started, I sort of expected the Rams to make it. I mm-hmm. mean, they're pretty much a super team. Yeah, of course. And with Aaron Donald on that team, I mean, that's a brick wall. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, going to the Super Bowl, I was, honestly, I, I, I really didn't have a side because at that point I was just like, dude, whoever wins this game is just whoever wants it most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You that's know? fair. And I just, I was just like, okay, this, this is either going to be a really good game or just complete one-sided. Yeah. I know. (laughs) My projections going in were, I I want the Bengals to win just for the storyline. I thought it was pretty sick, you know, Uh and the Bears beat them. So I could just hold on, hold my head on that. Right, right. (laughs) And then, uh, uh. After that, I was kind of like, oh, but I think the Rams are going to win. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and oh, another thing is Burrow pretty much, you know, yeah. making it in his second seed, pretty much his first season. Because yeah. his first season was just cut short, yeah. you know, and it's like, man, this guy is just has complete He's got the magic. Yeah, I mean, no no messing around. You no, know? yeah. And for such a, for such a young guy, I mean, like... Honestly, you know, we see all these like legendary quarterbacks retiring, Breeze, mm-hmm. Roethlisberger, all these guys. He's and these the guys that we grew throne. guys yeah. we grew up with, right? And we're all like, Oh man, it's sad to see him going. But if you look at these upcoming quarterbacks, we oh have we got Mahomes, we got Allen, we got Burrow. And Herbert. Herbert. My personal Herbert, favorite. Yeah. Man. <laughs> and honestly, if if we get the right coaching fields. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean the guy was fantastic. He's got the tools with yeah. Ohio State. You of know? course. I mean, so I'm really excited for yeah. the future of the NFL. Yeah, I as far as the game goes, I think I I I wanted I wanted the Bengals to win as I said, but I thought the Rams would do would win in a more convincing fashion, not going to lie, just right. because I thought the main thing was that the offensive line would not be able to hold that defensive line down. Absolutely. And I mean, it kind of it kind of showed at the end, mm-hmm. but it didn't show as much as I thought it would just because the Rams offense wasn't able to move the ball after Odell got hurt. Which sucks, by the way. Yeah, I mean, that was a complete big loss to the Rams. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the fact that, I mean, Cooper Cup was just unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. Un- the I have un- no he's explanation. So, so uncoverable, that yes. guy, for a slot receiver. Just oh so uncoverable. And it's like, you're watching this game, and it's like, holy crap, this game is really close. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's like, and, you know, the and I don't know about you, but I completely lost track of time. I mean, oh, I'd be yeah. watching the game, and it'd be, like, late in the first quarter, and then it's like, oh, wait, we're in the, th- the third quarter already? <laughs> yeah. You saw the halftime show come up. You're like, what? Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that was still 10 minutes and, left. You know, I mean, and, you know, I mean, I feel like we could also talk about, like, the fact that on the biggest, grandest stage 
you know, of the league. We mm-hmm. had, I mean, we had some pretty terrible play calling. I'm sorry, not play calling. <laughs> uh, 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 refereeing. refereeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I feel like that's just, I feel like these days, refs, especially in the NFL, I feel like they need to be held accountable for this stuff. Yeah, it kind of, it, it really sucks when it has an outcome on the game. I mean, I don't think it was too bad, but, like, the, the T. Higgins touchdown Down, was just down. blatantly, like, yeah. uh, how they missed that. What are you guys that? looking at? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe they missed that. I mean, yeah, he just got phantom, he just phantomly fell down you know what i mean like yeah. <laughs> come on like i mean it's jalen ramsey you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i mean the guy i mean the guy makes a mistake he's human but it's like that was just blatantly <laughs> he got dragged down literally like <laughs> quite literally just dragged <laughs> away you know what i yeah. mean i mean hey and <laughs> credit t higgins i guess yeah. you knew that yeah, exactly. <laughs> some, i mean some secret strat or something <laughs> do what you can to win i mean it's a super bowl you know yeah what exactly I mean? and uh, there were those uh, that play where aaron donald lined up off sides i mean i don't think that really mattered that much but yeah i mean i don't think that one had as much of a no effect on the outcome as the t higgins one did yeah. i mean at the end of the day the rams won you yeah know, exactly but it's like, i think they would have won either way yeah i mean that's fair i feel like you know what i was watching something the other day burrow didn't have that good of a game no you no. know um i mean his only two big plays were that one and then his other the one jamar, two, chase. jamar chase yeah and yeah. all his other plays were you know underthrows or overthrows yeah. you know so it was actually really surprising to see how close that game was yeah i you know I, it's credit to the Bengals defense in that my too. opinion. Uh that they too. like after after the first quarter they really didn't give much up. They only gave up 23 points. That's yeah. a, that's a very small amount for today's NFL. Uh, would you say that the Rams were the best offense in the league this year? Man, I think I still give it to the to the Chiefs or the Bills. Yeah. I think yeah, I still I give mean, it to the Bills. That's fair. That's not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, I mean yeah, <laughs> that's just that's why it's a miracle that the Bengals were even in this position that's because I thought the two best teams in the NFL played each other in the divisional round, which is ridiculous. But talk about that game was ridiculous. <laughs> that game was. I what, still can't get over that game to this day. Me neither. That one and the um the Chargers game. Ooh, what's his with name? The, just with went the Chiefs, off. yeah, Travis yeah, Kelsey. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, that was that was ridiculous. I had him in fantasy football, and that was the night I went to see Spider Man. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I just checked my phone, and I was like, oh. I think I won this week. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Because like, uh, it was a Thursday night game, I believe. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, man, the AFC is just so tough. You no, know, yeah, that's why it's like the the Bengals fans are saying we'll be back, but I don't. Will think you so. really? I like don't I don't know. know. Like, <laughs> and if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, mm, man, good luck, especially with that defense and the wide receivers they have exactly. there, exactly, and the the running back duo they have. I mean, nothing's really stopping them if they get a quarterback. Man, dude, the NFC. I mean. The NFC is kind of wide open right now, it really especially is. if Aaron Rodgers leaves. I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams make it make it back. No, yeah, because yeah, they're going to keep the same team. I think Odell stays, and I think Von Miller's going to test free agency, but I think he'll ultimately come back. Probably, and I mean, you have Cooper Cup, who could you know easily <laughs> do. I mean, with with a court. I mean, nothing against Jared Goff. I mean, he was a good quarterback you know, in his own right, but Stafford is just. I don't I even. Mean, <laughs> I think you're being too nice to Jared Goff, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he had that. He had those first, you know, those first couple good seasons, and that one year they went to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. But I mean, yeah. he sort of fell off a little bit. Yeah, he had the McVay system behind him. That's what I think. That, and that when too. Todd Gurley was just tearing everybody a lot, tearing I mean, everybody up. I think that's another guy who deserves more credit than he's given is yeah. McVay. I mean, he, oh when he God. showed up to the Rams, they were. They, seven and nine yeah team. Oh. and i mean he quickly turned them into competitors yeah you know what i mean and that's you know sure it's a testament to the players but i mean you know 
it's ridiculous what this guy was able to do with this team. You know, yeah. and I'm actually kind of happy for him too, just like Stafford. But I'm happy for him too because that Patriots Super Bowl a couple years ago was just a mess. Oh my you god, know? yeah. It was just the, that defense was so vaunted. It's just so tough. Right. It's just it was impossible for both teams to move the ball that game. Yeah, I mean, what was the final score like? Fourteen to seven or something like that. <laughs> it was something like I think it was like the lowest score to a ball in history. It was like ten to three at halftime or yeah, something like that. I know ridiculous. Sony Michelle like scored one of the only touchdowns, which is funny. Yeah. For the other team that he's playing for now, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's ridiculous, and you know it's like I think. In the NFL, I feel like I feel like you know. I mean, we've seen this throughout history. If mm-hmm. you have a better defense than the other team has a better offense, then you probably have that game in the bag. But yeah, you know, sometimes you'll have situations like what was it two thousand when when the Bears go to the Super Bowl oh six oh uh, seven. Well, they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the best defense in the league, right? And just, yeah. you know, Rex Grossman just sort of <laughs> threw it all away. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Peyton Manning just kind of overmatched us that, that too. Game. We had we had the kickoff return to start the game, and that was that was about it. That's uh, yeah. I mean, how could you start so well? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's another thing. Uh, the NFL released the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, Did yeah, you see yeah, that? yeah. I forgot about that. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, Devin Hus- Devin Hester yeah. not making it is a crime. Yeah, I mean, crime. I could I could understand it, but at some point they gotta add him. They gotta you add him. Got, you gotta. The thing is, like, I get special teams. The the value isn't as much as an offensive dominant player or defensive dominant player. You know what I mean? But he was the best at his position, dude. No when matter you, how important the position when is. When you when you draft a list of some of the hardest things to do in sports. Oh, my God. In sports. Yes. Not just football, yes. but in sports. Punt returning and kick returning is... You can get uh, murdered. It's up You there. can get murdered. What do you that? have? What do you have? Like 40, 45 guys? Is that... Uh, how many guys you have running at you? You. Yes. You and know. Full speed. Full grown sp- men. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, cli- all world athletes running at you full speed trying to take your head off. Yeah, and you got to run 100 yards. <laughs> yes, to, to the, to the other them. complete opposite end of the field. Through, through, them. through them. Yes. I mean, I don't understand. <laughs> Even the kickers are like big guys sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> <It's> like, exactly. <laughs> those are like, compu- they're considered like puny on that field, but in like all reality, they're like. They're pretty muscular guys sometimes. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about, you know, Hall of Fame caliber or, you know, the fact that he was a special teams player. That yeah. man deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's a he's the definition of a Hall of Fame player yeah. re- relative to his position. I mean, if they want to add referees to the <laughs> Hall of Fame, then <laughs> I feel ahead. like, I mean, go ahead, but it's like... That's an interesting players. thought. I've never even thought of that. I mean, I was <laughs> one of the one of the guys who was inducted this year was a referee. Oh, I didn't even know that. Really. Yeah, I was an older referee of some sort, huh. and I was just like... I know and they do that for baseball, but I didn't know they do that for the NFL. Some of the guys, some of the other guys, they passed on Reggie Wayne. Yes, uh, Andre Johnson. Ooh, Andre Johnson, that hurts. That how really do you, hurts. How do you skip over these guys? I don't know. I he mean, was a top. He was a top four wide receiver for a long time. For a long yes. time. Yes, and Reggie Wayne, he he Reggie took over Wayne. for Marvin Harrison, and then he just he took off running. I mean, he was good for a very long time, also. So it's very tough. They did the same kind of. I mean. Terrell Owens didn't make it right away either, and he's one of the best receivers like ever, 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 ever. It's all because he was kind of a dick. Yeah, <laughs> it's really all it was. Yeah, it's like it's it's crazy. I mean, say what you want about Hall of Fame quarterbacks; these quarterbacks need receivers to throw to. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. And it, it's like you have a guy like Reggie Wayne who mm-hmm. sort of helped Peyton Manning's career take off the way it did. No, yeah, he, he he's know. the one he strapped. He he helped take Peyton all the way to the end of his his Indianapolis tenure, and then Demetrius Thomas took over from there for his e- career. Ex- yeah. Exactly, and and it's like fo- I think football is the ultimate team sport, mm-hmm. right? And 
you gotta consider all the pieces that play a part in these games. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and that's another thing about Hester. It's yeah. like, dude, that punt return or that kick return, you know, helps a lot. Yes. No, you no, no. no. Yeah. Mean? Field position is a very underrated part of the game. That too. Well yeah. said. I mean, that's a that's a great, great example. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you have a guy who returns it back to your own 30, 40 mm-hmm. yard line. Dude, that's a that's a one more play and you're in field goal range. Yeah. You and, know what I mean? And think about it compared like like for his team. That like too. the situation that his team was in. The bear, the Bears' offense was never good, never, never ever good while he was on that team. Mm-hmm. So the, they could they could take all the field position they needed. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Like they needed that they needed that extra fifteen yards. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're banking on Kyle Orton or Rex Grossman to do anything, like yeah, that's, that's like sixty percent of the time, it's not going to happen. That's a so. risk. <laughs> and you know, another thing to keep in mind is, uh, I think the Bears have consistently had, if not the best, a really good defense for a long time. Yes. And when you're having these guys on the field. All the time, mm-hmm. you can't it expect wears. you can't expect them to perform. You no, know, it wears on them. Yes, when the when the when the offense is on the field for you know three you know three <laughs> plays and they're out <laughs> a minute like literally a minute of real done. time. Yes, yeah, you know the defense guys probably just keep their helmets on the entire game. Yeah, exactly. You know, and um, they're eventually like they're gonna start groaning as they have to like get up off the bench. Exactly. And they're like, oh, That's God. what happened to the Bills this year. Another yes, best defense in the league couldn't stop Kansas City. Yes, because they're on the field. You know for. God knows yeah. how long. I mean, they were just scoring so fast that the defense couldn't even like couldn't keep up. Couldn't even put the jacket on. Couldn't That's, keep that up. That happened to both teams. It was is ridiculous. Man, and what do you think about the overtime rule? Do you think they should change that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they should. Uh, I think <laughs> I think they should at least give the other team one chance. Yeah, you I, know? I think it should be a go back and forth kind of thing. If both teams are just continuously scoring until someone someone either kicks a field goal and the other team scores a touchdown, or someone exactly. just gets a stop, you exactly. know what I mean? I mean, why not? Yeah, you know? I mean that's what the people like, people want more. No, college football is perfect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean the the two point conversion thing's a little weird. Not gonna lie. Like yeah. after after a while, it gets like into two point conversions if you, if it goes too long. But either way, uh, like starting from the twenty yard line in, in is is a very fun thing to do. Yeah, I, I, I feel like that that's I, the perfect. I thing completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, even Josh Allen mentioned it at the NFL yeah. honors. You know, <laughs> um, like you know, cheek and tongue sort yeah, of. Yeah, but yeah. it's like. You know, I felt bad for the guy. The guy, Half the, the guy, <laughs> the guy had a phenomenal game. Yeah, and didn't win because no turnovers either no, side. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they both teams had phenomenal games, and mm-hmm. just one team just it was just run out of the clock type of situation. Yeah. You know, whatever, it's ball like, the bo- whatever team had the ball last. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the coin toss decided the game at that <laughs> point. You know, which is you know sort of a joke, but it's mm-hmm. like, is it really? You like know. you're getting ga- you're getting like the biggest games of the year decided by a coin toss. Exactly. Come on. Come exactly. On. <laughs> At least they've planned it for the playoffs. Just yeah. for the playoffs. You know what I mean? If yeah, you're if I you're agree. trying to like save fatigue on the players and not like get them injured because they're playing for so long, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. save it for the playoffs cuz right. I can guarantee every single one of play uh, one of every single one of the players on the team would have kept playing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. they're they're going to go into the very end and the uh but uh, I think I think that's good for NFL for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can move on to some NBA, which cool. we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, let's start with uh, uh, Chicago's very own Demar Derozan. Man, that guy is having an unbelievable season for his yeah. career. Nothing right now. A lot of people could have predicted for sure. Absolutely not. And um, the reason the Bears, I'm mean, sorry, the Bulls, forgive me. Not they're in first place right now in the mm-hmm. East. Right now, we know that you know, in over two, three days, that could quickly change. Yeah. But it's like 
you know, you talk about, you know, sure he has Levine and sure he has Lonzo Ball and mm-hmm. Caruso who've been out for a while. Yes, exactly. DeRozan has taken that leadership role and he's been an example on that team, both statistically and in terms of, you know, in the clubhouse and the locker room. That winning room. culture. Exactly. I mean, wasn't it a couple months ago um, AO's number was retired at Illinois? Yeah, and he, and he like showed went, up And there, he showed yeah. up for he drove two. He drove like two, two and a half hours just to, just to go see him get his jersey retired. I mean, what does that say about his character? What does that say about the type of guy, the type of player that he is, you know? And it's that type of mentality that produces these winning teams. You know what I mean? Um you know, like when you look at guys like Michael Jordan, for example, who's, pu- you know, put his performance on the court on the side, mm-hmm. what the guy brought to the team and the mm-hmm. way he affected the other players around him was a insanely disregarded reason why that team was so powerful for yeah. so long, you know, um, you know, he brought that winning mentality. He brought, you know, 150% every single time. Yes, of course. And, you know, and I think DeRozan is, you know, trying to follow in the footsteps, you yeah. know. And for a city and a team as prominent as the Bulls are, you know, it's expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got some pretty insane DeMar stats here. Let's hear them. Uh, so he's averaging 28-5-5 and five on 52% shooting, wow. which is just uh, <laughs> unreal. Yeah. He's second in the league in clutch points. And, and in the clutch, he's shooting uh-huh. 54% from the field, 67% from three, and 90% from, from, <laughs> from the line. 67% from yeah. the three. And, and 90 then, from the line. Yes. And then seven straight 35-point, 50% field goal uh, percentage games. That's awesome. <laughs> the Bulls are the first seed in the East, and the rest of the starters have missed 97 games combined. I know. That's ridiculous. When you talk about the term carrying, that's it right there. Yes, yes. You know? I mean, we've had... and. Yeah, you talk about guys like Caruso, Ball, Levine. These guys, they bring s- such strong defense yes, to the Yes, and the team, energy. And the energy to the team. Yes. You know what I mean? And, you know, the other, a couple months ago I saw a thing. DeRozan missed a crucial free throw. Yes, 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 and he stayed. Do, yes. And do you see that? Yes. After the game, when the guys were cleaning up the, the arena, mm-hmm. he's shooting free throws. With his jersey on still. Still. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that's that's a fantastic mentality to have. Yeah. You know, and I mean, talk about, you know, leading by example. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I hope I hope the Bulls do everything and anything in their power to try to keep him for as long as they can. Mm-hmm. If for nothing else, for the younger guys on the team. Yeah. He can create that, you know, that leading figure that they could follow. Yeah, the next three years should be really f- freaking exciting with him. <laughs> and I think didn't the Bulls recently sign somebody? Uh, Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson. Yeah, which know? is not bad. They needed another. They needed another body. Yeah. Uh, they needed some size because yeah. all they really have is Vooch and Tony Bradley to an extent, but it's they're really lacking. Right. The, especially with Patrick Williams out, who, mm-hmm. who's supposed to be our four. It yeah. really kind of hurts us a lot. And we needed some extra rebounding and just some guys to come off the bench with some energy. And that's the kind of player he is. He's just, he's an energy big man with some size and he could rebound. And that's kind of what we're lacking. I, I thought you hit it right on the head right there. I mean, we have a, we have great little guys. We have great threes. Yeah. You know, our fours we and guys fives can, yeah, we need have, some work. We have some perimeter defense out there. We just need some, we need some inside defense. Like some, we, we, 
some inside defenders <laughs> and then uh some rebounding because that's you know that's that's the thing is like when we face guys like milwaukee with Giannis oh and God, the Sixers yes. with mb yeah it's like exactly those guys will tear us up if we don't yeah. have a big man in the in the paint to play some exactly. defense you know yeah and we need lonzo especially when we play the bucks because he well and caruso to an extent because they they were so clutch coming around on the double teams with Giannis exactly and just poking the ball out so many times it was, it was very clutch that's yeah that's another great point right mm-hmm. there and that's why active hands constantly yeah i mean i just love the defense mm-hmm. that those guys bring i mean you can't i mean when you're watching the when you look at those bulls teams in the 90s yeah phil jackson always stressed it defense defense yeah. defense and you Ron had guys Harper, like rodman Dennis, rodman yeah all exactly. those guys jordan pippen yeah, exactly. you know exactly all elite defenders elite defenders mm-hmm. i mean i think i saw a stat jordan has like nine or ten all defensive team or some yeah, yeah, crazy yeah. thing like that and mm-hmm. it's like you know when people look at michael jordan they think of him as an elite scorer but it's like the defense that this team brought was f- insane yeah you know what i mean that's the biggest part of the team honestly in my opinion and that's the thing with the golden state warriors when they were really good right the most underrated part of their team was they were the best defensive team in the league every single year no one even I didn't you even notice even, that. Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, Clay Thompson was one of the best on-ball perimeter defenders in the league. Draymond Green, I mean, that's what his that's what his niche is, his defense. Right. And then they had guys like Andrew Bogut to clog up the middle. Oh, right. And then and then KD was also is also an elite defender when he wants to be. I mean, for the most part he is. It's just it's all about effort with him, obviously. But I mean, that team was just elite defensively, and that's that's what that's what winning basketball comes from. Yeah. A lot of a lot of people stress all stress offense, offense, offense. But most teams in the NBA can score a little bit. I mean, right. it's it's just about whether or not can you stop other teams from on the other scoring, side, exactly, or limit them at the very least. You know, right. So that's that's going to be a key thing in the playoffs because when we get guys all when we get Caruso and Lonzo back those would be some great perimeter defense that we're getting back and then when we get Patrick Williams back it'll be perimeter and interior defense that we are lacking extremely right and I think that could pay dividends against a team like the Nets or the Bucks because because they have guys like KD and Giannis and obviously Patrick Williams is still very young he's only like 21 years old mm-hmm. and and he's still inexperienced in a way, but he's got that length and that size to even stand a chance against that because right now we don't have that. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. And, you know, I think another team to pay attention to right now, they're, they're in second place right now, is mm-hmm. the Heat. Yes, right. yes. They're um, very similar style to us. And I feel like nowadays, you know, people don't pay attention to them and then they'll just creep around the corner once playoff season starts and then mm-hmm. they'll be third fourth seed yeah you tyler know? hero's been big for them also him you know you got the guys like butler and stuff Bam out of bio out yeah. of bio all that stuff and it's like and they still have what's his name as oh kyle lowry yeah um so i mean yeah I they're think, a scary team they're very well-rounded yeah i mean the east is competitive the east no is doubt. Really, i mean you got you got you got the Heat, the Bucks, the Sixers, the Cavs, the Nets, the Nets, the Celtics, and the Raptors. Mm-hmm. All teams who have fairly good defense and guys who can score. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the Bulls are in first right now, and it's like. But it's close. It's really close. I mean, I think I saw something like whoever's in like sixth or seventh are only like five games behind first yeah, place. Yeah, we could easily fall into like the seventh seed by the end Quickly. of the year if we're like not careful. Exactly. You know? But the, hopefully the hot streak could continue, you know? Yeah. Um, but besides that, how do you feel about other teams in the East, like uh, with as far as the Ben Simmons and the James Harden trade goes? I, I was actually really surprised that the Nets got as much as they did for him. Yes, yes, me they, too. I mean, they got three 
stud players mm-hmm. through Curry, Simmons, and Drummond, and mm-hmm. then they got two first rounders. Yes, for Harden. Now I feel like if this were a couple years ago, maybe that would make sense, but. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if Harden is worth that much yeah. anymore. And he can opt out of his contract after this year. That too. I mean, the what's it called? The the Sixers are really taking a risk here. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. The guy's a unbelievable shooter. Yeah, he's a top. He's a top f- five six player in the league. I would say. Obviously. Right. I w- exactly. And I mean, you know, but I think the Nets won that trade fairly well. Because yeah, me too. With with the situation they have with Kyrie, I mean, he's on and off with whatever he's doing. And he could just quit basketball at any moment. That, you never know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the heck that's. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing with that. But then, you know, they got arguably one of the best scorers in the league right now with KD. Yes. Um, and then they got guys like Curry, Simmons, and Drummond, who not only can offer offense, but their defense is insane. Yes, Especially exactly. Simmons, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then these two first-rounders, I mean, that's big yeah. for them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Talking about giving Ben Simmons the best possible situation to succeed, mm-hmm. especially, like, he'll be able to touch the ball, he'll be able to dish it out to, I mean, I don't know, Kevin Durant. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, that's literally the perfect situation for him, and it's <laughs> less toxicity because Joel Embiid and him clearly didn't get along. So hopefully, nope. I mean, KD's a bit of a personality himself, not to mention Kyrie. Yeah. So, but, I mean, ho- hopefully it works out for him. I mean, I've always been a fan of his game. It's just... Shoot a shoot a mid range jumper at least. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't be so tentative because that's what that's what the thing is. If you can't shoot, you can't shoot. Right. But being so tentative adds adds an element to the game where it's just detrimental to the rest of your team. Exactly. And not to mention the spacing issue he has, but he does everything else elite. Right. So it's like, man, like you take the good with the bad. Exactly. It's just you don't want to ruin his confidence because he's known to be somewhat somewhat fragile i guess yeah. you could say mm-hmm. so and i think the mentality of a player is important to consider mm-hmm. um we know that he was struggling let's talk about Sim- simmons yeah, yeah. he was struggling mentally in philly mm-hmm. you know he wanted to leave mm-hmm. um and the fact that you know he was able to be in the situation that he is right now mm-hmm. i think is good for his mental health which therefore could affect his performance on the court mm-hmm. you know what i mean um i mean and I'm blanking on the names, but the Nets have a deep roster too. Yes, very. Uh, they have Joe Harris, Harris also. Thank you. Yes. Um, they have and that. They, they have that Bruce big man. Brown. Uh, they have. What's his name? Uh, I, can't, I can't remember his name, but hold up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up uh, the names because I don't want to forget anyone. But um, what's it called? Uh, they have Patty Mills, yes. who's also very good. They have. Uh, Oh, that's who it is. LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin. Yes. Oh, Blake Griffin. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's a great team. I mean, obviously. <laughs> I mean, if that's I mean, if you look at those guys right now and it's like that's that looks like a super team almost. That, oh, yeah, you know? it's definitely a super team, no doubt. And with Steve Nash as coach, <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's Got to love Steve Nash. Yeah, I mean, I love him too. <laughs> I mean, man, the East is going to be so fun to watch yeah. going forward. And then how do you feel about it from the Sixers' side? Do you think this is this is enough for them to be able to make a run to the finals potentially? Embiid is fantastic. Oh my god. He's I mean, he's such an old he's such a he he's very uh, Hakeem Olajuwon like really but is. relative to the modern day. Yeah. With the with the jump or the three point shooting and all of that, but he's I mean, very Hakeem Olajuwon like. He's a very well rounded center. Yes. You know. Um and I feel like a, th- a team that has that is mm-hmm. I feel like a step above a team that has, um, you know, an average starting five, mm-hmm. you know, because that one center could hurt you from anywhere. Yes. You know, and he's very dangerous. And the fact that, you know, 
he could always dish it out to Harden now. Yeah, and Harden, that pick and roll is going to be insane. something. Yeah. Something special for sure. That's, yeah. that, that could carry them to the finals. I honestly. agree. That's what I'm too. That's what I'm saying, man. Like I all mean, it takes is both of them to get hot, and then good luck. I mean, and then you got Danny Green on the perimeter to shoot the ball. It's that just, too. it's, it's really that, tough. That <laughs> the, the, that Bucks and Sixers game in the playoffs it's gonna be something it's special. So, I for mean, sure. Giannis and Embiid is just gonna. And then, you know, I mean, you never know. This could also positively affect Harden. You know, yes. I mean, we know that Harden was some. He's gonna be rejuvenated. That too. You know, um, I was reading an article this morning about how there was some tension between him and KD on the team. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, With the iso ball and the free-moving offense. Exactly. Thing, yeah. Um, and, you know, I feel like if once tension if tension could be relieved, mm-hmm. that's obviously a benefit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for the Sixers, I mean, do I think they gave up a bit too much? Yeah. I think so, but I hope it works well for both teams. Yeah, I think it, there's definitely a scenario where they play in each other in the playoffs, and that's what I want so bad. Dude. That's what I'm praying for. And then I hope the Bulls are just sitting there waiting on the opposite side for the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And you know what's going to be fun? What? Is I think the East right now is like the AFC in the NFL. Yes. that I think the East is more competitive as an entity itself than mm-hmm. the West is. Yeah. Even the West is very complicated It right really now. is. It's messy there. Yeah. I, mean, I think there's a couple teams that are very, like, you know what they are, but the rest of it is just a I mean, big you, you got guys. You guys get, you got guys like the Suns. You the know what they are. The you Warriors. Know are, you know exactly. the Warriors. The Warriors got Clay Thompson back. Mm-hmm. Who did, he had a phenomenal game the other day. Yeah. He scored like 16 points in the fourth quarter yeah, or he's something. Starting to, he's starting to figure it out a lot. Uh, I mean, you got the Lakers who are a mess. That's um, what I'm saying. Uh, the Nuggets the are... Nuggets. They're good, but... Jokic, Jokic. They can Jokic, be beaten. Yeah. I mean... Uh, who else? The who Jazz... Else uh, which are just the Jazz at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, oh, the, those... Uh, the Hornets, West or East? The, the other East. Oh, right. Uh, they're, they're at the bottom, yeah, uh, yeah, around yeah. like eight or nine, I believe. And then the Grizzlies, which I like, which I like. I like John Moran a lot. But they're um, lacking a little bit, I Oh, think. yeah, they're still they're still lacking a, uh, some depth, and they're a little top-heavy. Yeah. Uh, I like I like the Mavericks. Uh, I don't see them being, like, that much of a threat, though, if you know what I mean. Not really. Didn't and they just – they let what's-his-name go? Uh, Poor Chris Angus. Yeah. yeah. I mean – They got Spencer Dinwiddie, which I don't really understand that move all that much because – Chris Debs provides more upside, but I guess. I mean, you know what? You know what's crazy, right? If mm-hmm. you look at the Jazz right now, who are in fourth place, uh-huh. and look at the Suns, who are in first. Mm-hmm. The Jazz are twelve games behind first place. Mm-hmm. Go to the East, right? It's so it's such the a Cavs, cluster. The Cavs are in fourth place, but they're only two and a half games behind the Bulls. Yeah, who are in first. exactly. I mean, it's ridiculous how competitive the East is right now. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I'm going to make a prediction right now. Okay. Whoever comes out of the East is winning the NBA Finals, in okay. my opinion. And um and you know what if it isn't the bulls i'm happy because i think the bulls have a bright future ahead of them mm-hmm. i think team, they're a little too early personally. little little too early yeah but their team is young and mm-hmm. DeRozan, i think is still young yeah you know? he's 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 not young as far as age but he feels like but he's he, got a lot of juice left you know he he has that he has that strong connection with the younger guys yeah, yeah. almost as if like you need an older guy right i mean he has that he has that older guy younger guy mentality sort mm-hmm. of thing right where he could have both sides you know um but man watching the east right now especially after the all-star break that's gonna be interesting you know sometimes teams get better get worse after the all-star break so it's gonna be interesting to see but yeah i think whoever comes out of the east is winning the finals because we saw what happened last year with the bucks yeah they completely i mean Giannis single-handedly 
overpowered Superstars League. the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. good for him. I mean, I didn't think it would happen personally. Honestly, I didn't either. I was a big on you can't win with Ben Simmons and you can't win with Giannis just because I'm very into the new age NBA and the spacing. Right. That's 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 my philosophy. I mean, with, I mean, with Booker, with Paul. I mean, they got Cameron Johnson, DeAndre Ayton. They got they got some guys. They, they got, got Crowder. Bridges. Exactly. They had I mean, so many guys. I really thought the Fien- I really thought the Suns had it in mm-hmm. the bag almost, but Giannis just really turned it on. I mean, and you got you had guys like Middleton too, who were just you know Drew Holiday, like these perfect two three guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they're not ball dominant guys either, so that they can let Giannis do his thing for most of the game, and exactly. they'll just fill in. They'll just fill in the blanks. That was actually really fun finals to watch. Yeah, I think. it was Suns and four. <laughs> so many people were saying that. I mean, I was saying that. Yeah, exactly. You I know? was too. <laughs> and just yeah, I mean, yeah, I think you know if the Bucks don't have it to repeat, it's mm-hmm. definitely going to be somebody from the East. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but uh, moving on to some uh, just quick quick MLB. Uh, they they announced about like an hour ago uh, about the MLB, uh, the playoff format that oh, they right. agreed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'm going to lay it out for anyone who hasn't heard it yet. So there's going to be seven playoff teams per league. The team with the best record will get a bye and automatically go to the, vi- the, the, the division series. And the top remaining division winner will pick the opponent from the four wildcard teams and play the best of three and plays best of three all games at home. <laughs> so so basically, uh, uh, the best team in every league, or in each league, will get a bye, and then they will be able to pick the, the guy or the team that they want to play from whoever advances. Man, dude, that sounds like it's straight out of a video game. No, I love it. I love it so I think, much. I think that's going to create such chaos awesome <laughs> mess that people as a fan i love that. Yes. I love that. And that entices teams to compete, too, because there's too. more spots. Exactly. I mean, seven teams. Yeah. And the fact that the best team gets to pick mm-hmm. out of the four wild cards is just crazy. I mean, man, I am I am excited for that because also it creates, you know, these matchups that we haven't seen, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it lets a team like the Mariners and the Blue Jays get in when they would have this past year, you know what I exactly. mean? Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, I think the playoffs, the MLB playoffs, I think people sort of – don't gravitate toward as much it because it's a it's a it's a series and baseball games tend to lose people's interest just mm-hmm. because it's a bit of a slower game. Yeah, but I think that w- with this new change in the playoffs, I think um, you're gonna have these teams who are gonna want to try to make it to the playoffs and do their best because a lot of teams are gonna try to fight for that spot. Yeah, exactly. Pick. They're gonna want to spend money, and they're gonna want to try to. It's gonna it's gonna entice them to want to go out and try to improve their team in the off season instead of trying to tank and just build up their team. Dra- I mean, uh, slowly. You know what I mean? They're gonna they're gonna want to try to fight for it. Yeah, I mean, the MLB season for me personally tends to go by a lot quicker than I think it does. Yes. I mean, they play 162 games a year, and you're all of a sudden you're in July and it's an All Star game and it's like wait what <laughs> yeah really you know like I, I feel like the, the so just got going man I am so happy for that because also like as a fan it's like oh who are they gonna pick who yeah. are they gonna play oh, against yes, you yes, know what I yes. mean that adds such a cool element I didn't think they would ever do something like that I didn't either and it creates storylines it's like it oh you picked us yeah like, exactly oh, you picked us okay like we're gonna show you dude exactly you know dude, what I, mean? I think I think one of the most one of the beauties about sports is the stories that are involved with sports. Mm-hmm. you know 
And it's like, you know, you, you, you really nailed it there. It creates these storylines mm-hmm. for the playoffs, right? So it's like, let's say the Dodgers are the number one team in the National League and mm-hmm. they pick somebody like, for example, the Cardinals, the Cardinals so. right? But then you have guys like, you know, the Braves, mm-hmm. you know, the Mets maybe, mm-hmm. who are like, oh, so that's how it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't want to play us because we're the better team. Yeah. We'll see you in the championship series or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> But man, I love that. I love that. You know, because mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, the old format was great. But it's mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my dad, who's an old timer, yeah, baseball guy, and see what he thinks. You yeah, because honestly, I think he's gonna be like, you know, well, why they why they change the old they hate format? Change a lot. Yeah, yeah they, they do. They the do. Old, the older fans hate the change. You know, but I think you know, guys of our generation, the younger fans, I think this is a positive for the league. Yeah. I mean, I hope they can get out of this lockdown or whatever they have going on because I'm excited for the season. Yeah. I, mean, I love I love spring training season. I love because it you know, it's the summer, it's a spring, you know, you yeah. escape the cold and you're into baseball season. Mm-hmm. You know? Um so yeah, I'm really excited for that. Yeah, exactly. I miss I miss just like watching the guy that goes off for no reason in spring training and thinking that he's like the next superstar and then exactly. he just he gets he gets to the regular season and he doesn't get a hit for first the first twenty Who was the guy in the Reds who had a uh, great season this year uh, india what's his first oh, jonathan name? india jonathan india yeah, he was a rookie man yeah. yeah he's he's a great player i love him a lot i've been watching him since college actually so you know what uh last year during the pandemic my family was able to because we were all working remotely mm-hmm. my dad was like you know what let's head out to phoenix for spring training oh we, that's sick we were there for like a couple weeks mm-hmm. and we were able to catch some spring training games that's so sick man dude those those, those guys are really living it up out there oh I mean, yeah phoenix is a great city yeah but in the spring when the weather is like in the 70s and 80s mm-hmm. it's perfect baseball yeah. weather man you just want to just you know <laughs> grab a soda and a hot dog and just have fun yeah exactly you know yeah. what i mean yeah i went out there this past summer actually too uh in july and nice. uh we went to a diamondbacks game oh that's awesome it was pretty sick that that's a nice stadium they I do have a nice stadium yeah I uh, we were sitting next to the pool and, oh that's uh, awesome yeah christian yelich at a, at a splash homer right that's next to oh. us like all the water like went on us yeah. dude that is awesome sick. do people get to like jump in the pool and grab uh, it they they have like a i don't know how you get like the like the pat the pass to yeah. be able to go into the pool but like people like throw parties there there's like, always like a special pass for everything yeah yeah though. yeah and you then know? you the, like the people in the pool get the ball or whatever it's pretty sick though that's I, awesome yeah there was like nobody there too so like uh <laughs> me and my friends were like trash talking josh reddick about like the the trash cans thing about the Astros. oh yeah <laughs> yeah and he could like hear us clearly because there was like nobody <laughs> at the game <laughs> Dude, you know what? I like those creative baseball stadiums. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what actually has a really nice stadium are the Brewers. Yes, yes. I've been Miller, there a few times. Really Miller nice. Park? Or is yes. it not Miller Park anymore? It's like I don't uh, know. I call it Miller Park, I, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, they actually have a nicer stadium than I thought. I went no, there yeah. a couple months ago. Oh, sorry, last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, wow, yeah, this is sick. actually a nice stadium. Yeah. You know? Um, you know, cause you know, growing up here, you got Wrigley Field, you got Cellular Park or whatever mm-hmm. they call it now. Guaranteed, Guaranteed the G- rate. The G rate. The G rate <laughs> park. Um, but then you, you know, you head out to, you know, Milwaukee and it's like not bad. Yeah. You know, you know, it's the nicest stadium in my opinion. Who? If you ever have a chance to go, the Dodgers. Have, really? Dude, they have a beautiful stadium. You've been? I went to LA a couple years ago. Okay. And it was it was during the off season, but they were giving tours. Okay. And dude, so it's in a valley mm-hmm. and you look out into the, the outfield and they have the stands and then they have the these mountains. mountains. Yes. 
I've seen They're it on net, TV. Obviously, it's, it's beautiful, dude. That's that that I I can't even imagine. And I've yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Some of the better ones that I've been to, uh, Cincinnati's really nice. Oh, really? Yeah, with the red seats, it pops. It That's pops awesome. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Cleveland, kind of, <laughs> kind of. I haven't been to Fenway. Comerica's me either. I I want to go eventually. Uh, Cleveland was was uh, uh Detroit. Detroit's cool, I guess. It's yeah. not too bad. Uh, I'm trying to think of. Oh my gosh! I just remembered this. When I lived in D.C., uh-huh. I went to an Orioles game. Okay. Camden Yards is something else. The Orioles it Park. It looks sick. It looks it's sick. It's such a shame because the team is so bad. Yeah. But the, those those are dedicated fans, by the way. The people mm-hmm. of Baltimore, the Cam- Camden Yards is where the Orioles play. It's such a nice field because mm-hmm. there's so much history there, and it's just so nicely well like built and everything. Yeah. If you have the chance, check that one out too. I'm excited about. But that. But the Dodgers is amazing, dude. Amazing, mm-hmm. and they have parking too, which like you know, for mm-hmm. people guys from Chicago, it's a you know, <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. But I haven't been. Oh, oh Yankee Stadium's nice. Never been. Um, Yankee Stadium's nice, you know, mostly for the history, and they yeah. have the number thing out in center field, which yeah, is that's, cool. Yeah, that's cool. But, dude, I really want to go to Fenway. I mean, Yeah, that's 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 my number one yeah. right now. I mean, it's the oldest park. In, is it the oldest or is Wrigley the oldest? It's one, in, it's one <laughs> it's and two. It's one of the two. It's yeah. really tough. I always forget. But, yeah, I've and, you know, it's Boston. you got Fenway, so mm-hmm. that, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I think that's all for this week. Uh, you can access the podcast on the library website, the uh, SoundCloud, the YouTube, and the Apple Podcasts. So uh, uh, anything else you got to say? No. Uh, thanks, Joey. This was awesome, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank you. All right. That's all for this week. Uh, peace.